so hi well the good noise podcast i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with i'm helen i'm lucas i'm tyler and we're carly cosgrove and we're asking some questions today about their upcoming album see you in chemistry so congrats on that by the way how do you feel about the response to the announcement so far pretty overwhelming yeah people really like the new music and it's yeah. a blessing oh yeah just listening awesome. to it earlier today album fucking rocks man it's, it's so good yeah well, yeah thank you we appreciate that oh yeah of course. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art yes uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so um the album title i guess is kind of a. Uh, we, we tried to think, I mean, we were actually struggling to think of a title. We, we ended up deciding that the, uh, I guess, the final track on the record served as the best, I guess, kind of encapsulation of the title. And we've kind of twisted the meaning into, into being more about like, you know, kind of um, knowing that, you know, um, we will like knowing that a person who is kind of working towards bettering themselves is going to is going to meet that goal at a later time over the course of this record more or less i i i'm writing about how i've kind of found the floor how i start from a spot where i think i've made a lot of you know personal progress and i realized that a lot of it was you know um <laughs> not as 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 tangible as i once thought it was mm-hmm. so a lot of the a lot again i spend a lot of the record reflecting on on kind of that realization and how it kind of bums me out and i guess that last thing is kind of you know this more wistful and more um, optimistic look into a future where i do finally get it and Mm -hmm. where i do finally understand the you know the more the more tangible and the more um immediate and the more successful ways to 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 reach a point where i want to be yeah i like that and the cover-up yeah, so the cover was done uh, by one of our friends, uh, Skylar. She's an uh, unusual bitch on Instagram. I don't know if I can curse. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. But yeah, she she did an awesome job on it. Um, I don't think a lot of people have actually seen it yet. We we right. haven't like we tried to make it a little bit of a secret, but um, but essentially it goes with the same theme. Um, if you if you take a look at it, um, it's you know a big warped it, it, essentially it's a big warped image of Philadelphia, um, and it goes with the theme uh, of the music, you know, finding your way. Um, so you know we took a picture of our home, and uh, I, I think warped is a good wor- way to describe it. Um, you know, twists and turns. Um, you know, no right way to to see the image. Mm-hmm. And it's our home in a way that we don't really recognize it. It's it's ourselves in a way that we're maybe unfamiliar or uncomfortable with mm-hmm. it's you know yeah when you're, when you're trying to find your way back up out of a out of a emotional or mental valley that makes sense wow yeah um, i think we actually um we didn't give the artist like any direction really we sent her the music and we're like draw kind of what you feel it represents yeah. and that's what she came back with and we fell in love that's super cool wow um so can you guys tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album Lucas, you wanna? It depends. Touch on that? Song by song, honestly. Yeah, we've been writing this for like, uh, like a little over two years at this point. Yeah, I think it was. The wow. Yeah. The very beginning of 2020. We started. Oh. We actually. No, we started writing. We started early. Oh yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. We were demoing probably one of the first songs of this in probably late 2019. Wow. Wow. Uh, 
Oh yeah, it's it's been quite a bit. I would say um, for some of the songs, um, it was super super collaborative. Um, so you know, you know, Lucas would shoot us over a riff. I would say, you know, that would sound cool if we did this, um, and, and make some you know adjustments on the way. Other songs, um, some of the later stuff on the album, um, Lucas, you know, wrote front to back. Hal and I put some parts in, we mix it around, but um, definitely, uh, you know, more more on Lucas's end. Sometimes you get really bummed out, and then you go into like this weird like trance, and then there's a song. Yeah, and it, it just like it's, it's born and it's beautiful, and you're like, damn, I made that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forget who said, it, but like, I think someone said there's like an adage of like, it doesn't matter if it takes you like a month or a minute. To write it, you know. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. true. I, some of the songs definitely took like a, a hot minute. Like I think the first one we wrote, we were working on for a while. Yeah, I think the first song we started was the oh. last one we finished. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we ended up like changing it in the studio. Like it did not. It, it never yeah, it was really a came to fruition until later. Oh. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I want you three to tell us your favorite lyric off this album and the meaning behind it. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. That's hard. That is hard. It's also hard because it's not all released yet. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like the giving... Lucas, yeah. what do you think? I, I oh. feel like... I, so, I feel like I need to look at the Google Docs. Just so you know, um, Lucas wrote all the lyrics to this album. Mm-hmm. Um Opposed to like maybe the hook on one like of the unreleased on, 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 on one of the unreleased. So like yeah, it's kind of, so I, I feel like this is more of a question for you, Lucas. Can you think mm. of anything like off the top of your head? Mm. I'm trying. It's, it's definitely a song where I started with that line. You know what I mean? Like like sometimes I mean sometimes I will write like I'll, I refer to it as like the money line. Mm-hmm. I know exactly. You know what I mean? Because I was thinking that like a lot of my favorite kind of lyrics paired with moments, like like the lyric itself, like if you just said it in a sentence, like might not if you said it flat, might not be all that impressive, but the way it fits with the music and, and the motion of the song, it's very pivotal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um like in Really Big Shrimp, like right before the breakdown, like make no friends, take no risks, no one gets to fuck with this. Yeah, like that's really that's really good. It just hits so hard in that moment. Um, I like think, I, I like screaming that alone in my car. I think um, <laughs> I I think my favorite part of Shrimp is actually the very end, and I think it's and I think I like it because a lot of I think a lot of people who have talked to about it have I think kind of misunderstood mm-hmm. that line. So it's the the phrase is um, oh, I cherish yes, a time where nobody paid attention, where I sang and I played and I vented and twenty five people shrugged. I cherish my life before all the sudden potential. For 25 minutes, I'm special. As soon as they're over, I'm not. Oh, and wow. so, so for me, I, I think people hear that, that last couplet, the, for 25 minutes, I'm special. As soon as they're over, I'm not. And they hear it as a defeat. Or they hear it as like a, a you know, as soon as, as soon as the set's over, I go back to being like no one. Um, whereas I actually love that. I love that I only get to, you know, like, like, you know, the, the, not the anonymity, but the, the decision, you know, to, to be in front. I, I like having the kind of control of whether or not I'm in front of people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, when you, 
you know, when you take steps to, you know, make music a career and to make art a career, you have less and less opportunities depending on how well you do, <laughs> you know, yeah. To, yeah. to have, to have that time. It's, it, it, you know, there's, there was, I think to me, there was definitely a relief to, you know, when I was, you know, starting out like playing small rooms, playing houses, playing coffee shops, what have you. Um, it was nice knowing that I could just like, you know, I, I took a lot of comfort in, you know, being able to share my art for however long I got to play and uh, know that, you know, the audience who's there is either friends or doesn't know me and doesn't care. And, you know, I, I get to, you know, subject them to 30 minutes of whatever I want. Again, there's something I, there, I think there's something inherently very liberating about that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm in no, I'm in no hurry to make that, you know, and to make, to make those moments last longer than they are, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, um, I like having people's attention for, you know, what, however, you know, however long I, I, you know, I get to, and I am, you know, and, and, and I, I guess it's, I guess it's nice to return to, you know, normalcy afterwards. Yeah. Makes sense. Tyler, do you have one? Um, I'm going to have to pass. And the reason that is, is because it's off of a unreleased song. Okay. Um, yeah, which you guys get in trouble for sharing one lyric? I don't think we'll get. Yeah, I'm also curious. I'm also curious what's the lyric. I'll email your label for you and like excuse you of it. Apologize. Yeah, I will apologize for you. I'm a really big fan. We have this moment in the last song on the album where the lyric is, "I'm gonna find my footing. I don't care what's the lyric. It's like." Um, started off. I'm gonna yeah, find yeah, my footing. I don't want to care which way God's looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to care which way God's looking. Like um, that. and yeah, just the way we work it into the song is really pretty. Um, mm -hmm. so that is my answer. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think, uh, honestly, the second half of the album, which am I allowed to say that it's a huge none of, bummer. None of the, singles, <laughs> none of the singles are on the second half. Um, the lyricism is, I think, my favorite. Um, we have a, a kind of a, a different vibe song coming. Um, it's, it's a, it's we have a, a lot of different vibe songs. It's a bit of a bummer. The vibes oh, are all over the place on the record. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, as they should be. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we've got a bit of a bummer song that I feel like the lyrics. Like if I listened to it when I was sixteen, yeah, like, like I'd cry. We nicknamed the last four <laughs> tracks the Depression Gauntlet. Oh, <laughs> it's actually true. We did do that. Oh my god, that's great. It's a good flow, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, how'd the track list for the album come about? Did you guys write the opener, be the opener, closer, be a closer? Did you shuffle around, see what fits? What was that process like? Kind of did. In fact, yeah. the closer was one of the last songs we wrote, and the, right. and the working title, or I guess the, the stand-in title, was "Epic Last Song" because <laughs> we, we we knew we needed it. Like. Like, you know, we like, you know, when we write songs, like we kind of, I think, have a pretty good intuition immediately of like what, you know, kind of purpose a song will serve, yeah. whether that mm -hmm. would be like a single or whether that would be like, you know, an album track or, you know, an opener or a closer or to start a thing or finish a thing. Like, you know, we, we have a good sense of that. But also the record works out where. Um, That's cool. Yeah, the, the record works out kind of interesting where. Um, it's it's 11 tracks and it's also separated by tunings 
So mm -hmm. the first three songs are one tuning. The next three songs are retuning. The last five are different tuning. Okay. And um, so it works really well as not only a record, but also as a set. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to yeah. say, did you, did you make it that way so you could just play it front to back live? I think part of Lucas really, really wanted it to work out that way. And I, <laughs> yeah. think, he, I think he um, slyly made it, made it happen because, yeah. I don't know, just that, when, it, when you think of it that way, it sits really nicely in your mind. But like, that's nice. Another big part of this track listing, um, I think we were meticulous about, about a lot of it because yeah. um, some songs we were like, okay, this for sure needs to lead into this song. Yeah. Um, other songs, you know, we wrote and we were like, damn, this is a dope song, but it necessarily didn't have like, a good spot. Um, but yeah, some songs definitely did have like a place, whether it be the front or the back. Like, like Monk, we wrote that and we were like, this is a single. Yeah. And we were like, this is the like second track. Ever. Yeah, we yeah. decided that was a second track and almost like, immediately. This will wow. hit. Um, it does. It was, yeah. It was um again another one of the I think, I think we wrote the the like the not the chorus riff but the main riff that happens at the kind of towards the beginning of the song in 2020. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think in December of 2020 we were like kind of revisiting it because we'd forgotten about it and we were like oh what are we gonna put here and then um you know I I like it just I don't know like I guess that chorus riff kind of came out of nowhere and I was like ah here like now we have like this section that's like uplifting to contrast with the kind of more down you know the more downtrodden i mean if we're getting into theory like uh i guess the the the, the first big riff is in the relative minor of the key and the and the chorus is in the relative major so to kind of go to a more uplifting thing to be like okay well how can we you know take this and, and really run with it and so whereas like kind of when it is in the relative minor key you know it's it's like you know Kind of describing my predicament and then when i when we get to the chorus it's like oh well here's the solution mm -hmm. and that kind of contrast i really i really liked you know and also you know the the kind of you know the the very kind of approachable rhythm of that hook too sure. <laughs> you For know sure. like yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so could you guys tell us where your headspace is at while you were creating this album it's another difficult it's question to answer because like again it. it was it was you know such a big gap in time mm -hmm. um so like the the one track that we've been working on for a while i think that one's interesting because i think it's one of the most different tracks on the album and i think that one's interesting because we wrote it like during the time like pre-buttersock release mm -hmm. um so that was like in-person collaborative and then the pandemic hit um and we actually wrote a few songs over facetime and i thought oh. like our vibe generally then was it was a lot of reflection i think but it was yeah. also very like we were so motivated to the point where we were willing to write songs over facetime mm -hmm. um i think just because of like you know quarantine there's a lot of attention on the music scene because you know people have nothing to do yeah um and then kind of like after that like first lockdown period, I feel like, um, you know, the initial lockdown was kind of fun. Everyone was like, I'm gonna do a new hobby and stuff. And then mm -hmm. like when the winter of 2020 hit, mm. it just, everything got like, kind of sad. Yeah. And I feel like, uh. like we, us writing was kind of like the uh. only, that was the only thing any of us did. Like we were like hardcore quarantiners. Like we wore masks to practice just the three of us. Like, mm -hmm. so it was kind of like, 
kind of like a hopeful thing like it was a pretty somber time and this was like the the good in it yeah yeah that's oh. really accurate actually yeah. Yeah. i never even thought about that and how did you guys like adjust to writing in the pandemic and in quarantine and everything because it sounds like you guys were collaborative in-person writers before the pandemic so what was that switch like um so initially it was like definitely weird um we do a lot of writing where it's like you know lucas will send a riff over and i'll listen to it on my own time and then come back to him and be like hey i think we should do this mm-hmm. and it, we kind of like bounce back and forth until we see each other uh but the issue with the pandemic is you know we couldn't mm-hmm. um so writing over FaceTime, I mean, like, I didn't have a drum set, so, um, yeah. you know, I'm just tapping on my knees. Yeah. Helen didn't really have a, I mean, did you even have a bass in front of you? I think you were just like... I, I did. I don't even remember. You're just dreaming it up in your head. I don't even remember. I just remember Lucas playing on, like, guitar, like, acoustic guitar, and everything was, like, very delayed. Um, so it was, like, it was difficult, definitely. It was really funny. So we, we actually... We, I like went through like pretty much all of our photos ever a couple weeks ago and I found a screenshot of us from FaceTime and like Lucas has his guitar and then Tyler you have a guitar and so Tyler <laughs> can play the guitar but you just don't have much like like the training. Yeah I'm like something yeah. yeah. And yeah. the screenshot is of like Tyler like pointing to a fret and asking Lucas what and i was like i can't believe we were writing this way like it was was bad. i bald at this time too yeah and lucas, oh, lucas was also bald head was shaved too if it gives you like a better idea yeah of where we were at as people i think that's i think yeah. that at least once in your life i think every person if they get a chance to and they're willing to at least once in their life should get to know what their scalp looks like <laughs> i did it it made great memes that oh my still God. go on to this day yeah so. we still use it today Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> just, um, just acknowledge, because like that's like one part. Like I don't know what my scalp looks some like. Some people go their entire lives never knowing. It's exactly. true. I don't know. It's important mine. to know. I mean, I don't know if I want to know what my scalp looks like. What if it's like a weird shape? Like, <laughs> you got a bumpy scalp, yo. Exactly. Like, suck, right? I, I don't like, really care. I think I, I like the way I am now, and I'm very satisfied. Exactly. No, I like not knowing. Here, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, I just know my scalp is fine, but nobody else needs to know. Okay. Exactly. But like, I, but know, I, I think I, the, I think obtaining knowledge is important. Like, I went to Temple for four years. There are probably like thirty buildings on the campus, and I've only been in like ten max. That's twenty buildings of a college that I've never been in. I mean, that's the world, bro. That you're never gonna get. <laughs> now think about how many people are in those buildings and the amount of scalps that there are. Right? Oh my god! The amount of scalps you've never <laughs> seen. Never. No one sees never. the, the amount of people Storm. in those buildings that have never seen their own scalp. Right. Oh, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Um, well. Uh, after this record, I'll be on a mission to uh, <laughs> scalp a bunch of people. No! <laughs> At uh, Carly Console no. shows, it's going to be required to have a shaved head. Exactly. Shave heads at doors. Perfect. Yes. We are not <laughs> violent people. I know! That is a joke. <laughs> anyway, right. Lucas, did you have an answer to the I don't even remember what the fucking question was. It's kind of happening. Space. Writing process. Um, Headspace. I, Headspace. 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 Where was yeah. your head besides in your scalp? <laughs> <laughs> um, sad. Uh, yeah, I was, yes. I was pretty bummed. Um, uh, let's see. I mean, you know, I, I kind of 
Um, I, 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 I kind of had an I, I had a feeling that when the pandemic first hit, but it was not going to go away in two weeks. Like I kind of knew from the beginning. I was like, we're going to fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, I, at first I was pretty used to it. Um, initially I was like ready because like I had, I, in my brain, I felt a lot going on and, um, I think it was kind of liberating to, you know, to, to not have to leave the house, <laughs> to be honest, mm-hmm. um, for the first, Gosh. however, for the first like two or three months or so, I was sleeping in the basement of our home because my sister and her at the time, significant other, uh, they were sleeping in this room, <laughs> um, and I, I kind of felt like, um, you know, I kind of felt pretty detached from everything, but I kind of reveled in it too. So I was in a spot where like, I could focus on, uh, I think on the band, maybe more than I ever really got to before. Um, and you know, I got, it was weird. Like I was basically living in this like 12 by 12 room in the basement. I was sleeping on a, uh, like a couch with like, (laughs) um, and like next to me, like I had like a drum set and I had like, you know, like a, like a piano and a guitar you could, you could, like, to, to practice on and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, so like, I, 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 it was, it was kind of a weird time. Cause I, I feel like I was just encouraged to just create by just the general circumstance of where I was. And, you know, I, I, and I think that was a really good time. And then I think towards the winter, I started to kick back in again. And, you know, there were aspects of, of just, you know, life and, at the time I was still at school that were, you know, getting, you know, pretty difficult. And mm-hmm. I felt like I was carrying a lot, of, a lot of, a lot of new weight. And so I still got that time of isolation, but I also had a lot of more responsibilities. And as a, you know, in, in dealing with those responsibilities, I encountered a lot more anguish. So, you know, I, I think on the record, you know, I got to write about a lot of that. And so some of the songs were a little more uplifting. Some of the songs are pretty bummery. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the songs that are a little nicer <laughs> tend to take place towards the beginning of quarantine. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. you're totally right, though. I was thinking that. Like probably the most optimistic song on the record track. We'll call it track four for now. Is Trackless um, not out? Oh, Trackless is out. I think I don't know if it is. I think it when is. you look at the vinyl, you can see it. Well, also it's like unofficially out. It's okay. on, no, it's okay. on Bandcamp. You can see it on Bandcamp, and you can see it on um, Apple Music. So I don't fucking know. Sorry, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I would just like to say, I think that it's hilarious that Lucas had access to the, the drum kit and not the drummer of the band. I just <laughs> no, think that's so, great. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I, um, yeah, Helen and I live in like a walk-up apartment, um, and I just like don't really have space or yeah, <laughs> like no neighbors, so mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to have. You were, you were in a basement yeah. unit in the city of Philadelphia, and if you drummed, everyone would hate you. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually yeah. do. Um, you I actually did, did have you a, did, yeah, you made, yeah, when, yeah. We, when I was practicing to record the album, um, I made a deal with our landlord to let me put a drum set in the office space in like the first floor of our apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I just had like a drum set set up in this like empty office and I used to <laughs> practice in there. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have anything at my disposal. 
Fair enough. That's fair. Uh, so how do you guys recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should they do it in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on? Is it a party album, workout album? What do you guys personally recommend? A workout album? <laughs> yeah. Imagine working out. To this. <laughs> it's definitely not a workout album. If you work out to this kind of music, I do think God you bless. Should, I do think you should seek help. No. <laughs> Or maybe Was you'll get like swole, dude. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Um, how should you listen to this album? Probably, yeah. Like, just I, I. Does anybody have like a typical like listen to new music like routine? Like, I feel like when I want to listen to something, I'm I go to my car. Well, it depends okay. who puts yeah. the album out. No, I think it's a valid question. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like everyone should do what feels natural to them. Yeah. Like the new Gunna album. You're not gonna listen to that like, <laughs> like by yourself in headphones. Like, I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like yeah, put it on at like the not, kickback. Yeah. This could be mm-hmm. this could be an alone album. Yeah. But I think that if you have a friend you love Carly Cosgrove with, you know, you know, listen put to it on it, the car. Listen to it over a cup of tea. There you go. Yes. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I like that. A cup of tea. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I think is this, I think I, I don't know is this, I think this is a car album. Mm-hmm. I think this is definitely a car album. Yeah, it's a it's a car album for sure. I think right? it's a car album. Um, yeah. It's also I think it's also a uh, it's a yeah it's definitely a sitting alone in the dark with headphones or good speakers album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if I was going to listen to this for the first time, I would probably put it through my speakers and then um, find like. Honestly, like, like, honestly, uh, if there was a CD version of this that existed, you love like, a CD. I do. I, I want the last. I want the last holdouts for CDs. <laughs> I still buy CDs. Me too. Wait, yeah. really? Yeah. You like? CDs? Yeah, I love CDs. I I collect vinyls and CDs. For some reason, I'm leaning more towards vinyls now, even though it hurts my bank account. I'm also but, leaning more towards vinyls. I but I, yeah. I did buy CDs recently. I got um EXO by Elliot Smith and. Um, a record by Sparta. Oh, that's cool. I just have like a whole case full of CDs that I've bought over like the past like yeah. three years or whatever. So it's it's nice, but I don't really spin them often. <laughs> you guys, I think, I think any kind of like form of like collected physical media is pretty cool, and I don't think the purpose is to use it practically. No, mm-hmm. I use it I, it's to look at it. Okay, CDs. I agree with example. Him. Mm-hmm. I have like a shit ton of old comic books that I've collected. Ooh. I do not read them very often. Yeah. Because it's like, it's just not convenient yeah. to like open up the thing and then pull out the comic and then like mm-hmm. do the same thing with the next issue and stuff when like, yeah. most of them are very accessible online. But it's cool as fuck. Yeah, I, yeah. I have my favorite records on vinyl, but right. um, I don't really listen to vinyl often. So. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I, I think I think physical any kind of physical form of media that's becoming obsolete is more so for the meaning that the possession owns mm-hmm. or yeah or like the art on it i think i think also probably too it's playing a cd or putting on vinyl is kind of like um like using um like the fine china when guests come over yeah yeah it's definitely, oh, it's it's definitely a power move to instead of yeah. like spinning the aux like spin a record Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a classy look. One of our favorite yeah. bars is exclusively spins vinyl. It's true. Yeah, one oh, of our favorite so cool. bars in Philly. Oh, the pub, the Pope. No, no. Um, um, Fountain Porter. 
Do they really? They still vinyl? Only yeah. vinyl. That's, Only really vinyl. Cool. Yeah. That's badass. Are you able to bring like your own vinyl or do they have like a very limited sick. selection? That'd be sick. I'd be like, yo, yeah. put this on. Exactly. I think they kick us out. This is bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody drunk at like 3 a.m. in South Philly listening to our music. That's a power move, though. There'd be a lot of tears, I think. I recommend you listen to us in a noisy bar. There you go. There you go. That is so not the vibe. Like, we want it, like, you can kind of faintly hear it. Like, you, you, like, you have to, like, fight through, like, someone's yeah. conversation about, like, stocks. And you have to fight oh, through God. someone else's conversation stocks. about, like, why won't this person go out with me to hear, um... <laughs> to, to hear, hear your music. Yeah. Wow. I hate it when a, a song comes out of the bar that you really like, and, um, you, like, have to fight to hear it. Like, like we mm-hmm. actually, when we just finished recording our album, uh, in, in yeah. at Headroom, um... Mm-hmm. We were in a at a bar in, in North Philly and Cloud Busting by Kate Bush came on and I got pumped and I was like dancing to like barely audible music. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I do not remember. I do not remember hearing being able to hear the music. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. All right. Um, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you guys to describe this album for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. All three of you. Sexy. Have to do it. Always, always okay, that's one. Like the first word. <laughs> What's the it's next? Three words word? each. Oh, three words each. Yeah. Each, yeah. <gasps> Think okay. harder, so, Okay, so sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> voluptuous. Okay. Mm-hmm. And big. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there it is. That's there it is. <laughs> um. I have two. I don't want to say it until I have all three, though. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, dude, what are you thinking? <laughs> Can you even top Tyler's answer, honestly? Okay, first word is boom. <laughs> oh, okay. Boom. Great, great. Second word, yup. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good All one. Automatic. What's the third one, bro? What's the <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. zap? <laughs> zap. Okay. So we're way too stupid for this. Sorry, y'all. Oh, no, you're doing sorry. great. This is awesome. Another like quick thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, we're coming up on thirty minutes right now. I'm sorry to tell you, we're gonna yeah, be we here are. longer so than thirty. Nothing about us is quicker than eight-minute song on this record. <laughs> What's your three words, dude? Um, my three words are authentic, mm-hmm. bombastic, mm-hmm. and visceral. There okay. you go. There we go. So it, yeah, his is, yeah. That, those are good. Those are perfect. Uh, <laughs> so in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want your listeners to have while going through the album? Um, uh, okay. If you ever like, like, it's I don't know. existential crisis at the function. I feel like that fits because I yeah. was going to say, like, there's something that would make me feel like I'd want to think about my friends. Hmm. And I'd want to, I think it makes me feel nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as well. I agree. 
I think I like because it, it's we. I, I think we definitely do write songs that like I like we you know we set out with the goal to like write engaging music. Like that's like we really yeah. want to you know you know create a lot of things that you know like kind of you know well a lot of what we do was focused on setup and payoff and like expectation and like kind of foregoing that expectation. So we do try to write songs that are really exciting. So they, they, it's not always like. You know, we don't really always get that like pensive slow burn thing going like a lot of other bands might like um or like a, like a post-rock band might yeah. so it's kind of it's kind of tough like i think probably one of the biggest challenges tone wise on this record was to mediate between um you know writing fast-paced energetic music while also you know having lyric content and themes in the music too that were you know kind of uh, had more gravity and were a little heavier and I I hope that you know the I hope that we kind of achieve a, a good balance between those two things um, because there is I think there is a little a little like there's kind of weird dissonance from like ah oh, you're playing a banger but like you listen to the words and like ah oh, this is a bummer you know mm-hmm. like yeah uh, like like there's you know you know there's a wrong way to do that yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. I feel like that's really fitting because our band started as like we would play like college basement shows and everyone would be drunk but everyone would be screaming these like very serious lyrics mm-hmm. and like that's literally like how this band started and I just think that it's like very funny that because I feel like like we're not very like we're party music in the sense that like we're very like DIY basement band but like mm-hmm. we're not like party music yeah no. yeah because like if you actually listen to the lyrics, like they're they're so meaningful and serious, but like that everyone would be like trash. It would be a great time. Be a great time. <laughs> um, what's the like? I think ex- existential dread at the function is a good way to describe right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would you call it a, a panic? You've been there. At the disc. No. Was that was was your entire explanation a lead up to that? No, it was not. It was not. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. It was, I'd be very I, mad. I, I didn't think about it, but I chose not to say it, and then I decided to say it anyway. I love it. I love it. But also, I, I think another another just another side note is um, we've you know as a band from Philadelphia, we've gotten to some of us experience, others of us meaning me learn about retroactively a really interesting culture of music that existed in philadelphia specifically yeah and i think that more so on this record than the last one i think we kind of tried to dig in and really um you know uh not i don't want to say like pay a little respect but like in a way like pay a little respect and kind of pay a little homage to you know a lot of a lot of those old songs like there are like little winks and nods to other records mm-hmm. yeah actually, yeah um i think yeah, yeah probably leave it i don't want to give it yeah, out yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are other nods figure out that's okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what is your favorite memory that you guys made while creating this album um for me honestly uh the like culmination of it um when we went in to record it yes. i know like that's like like a, such like a simple answer but it's like it really was a dream um we were lucky enough to record with joe reinhardt of uh, hop along and, and algernon all these amazing bands and um 
I mean, working with him was just like spectacular. He like, mm -hmm. you know, we had an idea of what this wanted to sound like going in. Um, and he was just like, just a dream to work with. Um, and he, I mean, he made this album exactly what we wanted. So he definitely encouraged us to find more of a focus and, you know, kind of find more of a middle ground and find more of a theme, um, you know, in, in all the stuff we were doing, but also <clears throat> kind of, you know, gave us the, you know, gave us a lot of, you know, a lot of room to, to move around and, yeah. and kind of mm -hmm. assert what we wanted to. Um, and bless Joe and Kyle and Johanna for yeah like, all of <laughs> all of the everything yeah. oh my god yeah we we, we had we had, we went in for so many rounds of mixes we did not <laughs> we did not deserve <laughs> it <laughs> um yeah, but they, they made it work yeah they, they made it work mm -hmm. um okay I have I have two memories okay, okay so one during recording Joe Reinhardt is a gem of a human. That yeah. man's just hilarious. I like was so sad when we finished recording because I was like, oh man, I don't get to wake up and go hang out with Joe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was like one point during like when Lucas was maybe recording vocals or something, but it was just Tyler and I and Joe in the room. <laughs> and Tyler and I started talking about how stupid one of my dogs is. Oh. <laughs> and no, he's like, I love him to death. He's just not. There's there's nothing behind George. his eyes. Yeah, George. Yeah. <laughs> George the dog. And, oh, and we started telling Joe about this, and he just like thought it was the funniest thing ever, and we were like dying laughing. Yeah. Do you there was one early on too, like day two. You, we were talking about something. I remember. Oh, okay, I forget which is probably we, why. There was a lot of there was a lot of funny moments with Joe, but I also also like like a week or so before we went in to record maybe like two weeks like joe was like <clears throat> like messaging us through the chain of commands of like label manager us and stuff oh and he was like tell them they should be practicing every free second they have <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah so i have i work like a lot of late shifts at my job um so this was maybe like i was probably working until like 8 p.m this night and then like drove home from delco to philly to practice and it also happened to be my birthday and it was maybe one of like the last days we went before we went in to record and we were like in Lucas's like West Philly like really dusty ass basement like really shitty setup <laughs> mm -hmm. we were like going over the songs and everything and I got there and Lucas and Tyler had like gotten me cupcakes for my birthday and stuff oh yeah, oh, yeah. and then they made me take a shot of water it was really cute it was her 21st birthday yeah, hell doesn't drink 21st. so we made her take a shot of water and, yeah so it was just very sweet that in the midst of all the craziness we still had like I forgot about that oh really that's so cute I love that I love that the last the last thing we recorded Okay. At uh, Henry mm -hmm. was the Screaming Monk. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Was it? yeah. Yeah, that was the last we recorded in that room. We had to do some stuff like we actually recorded some stuff in this room <laughs> because we ran out of time at the actual space. Yeah. Uh, the last thing we recorded at Headroom was that long ass scream at the beginning of Monk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think we got it in a couple takes, and we were like, "Yeah, that's it." And then we we headed out to to celebrate. Yeah. Um, but like another thing that I remember was um. I, th I think I was giving Joe mixed notes, and one of them was like, <laughs> I was like, I want it to sound, <laughs> I 
I wanted to sound like this section of the song was like I wanted to sound really claustrophobic and really overcompressed and really like close <laughs> to you. Think like Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's mm -hmm. an extreme example, but like that kind of vibe. And then he responds, "Heard you loud and clear. Make my band sound like the Red Hot Chili Peppers." Got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he, he is a very, very like amazing person. Yes. I love him and I haven't even met him. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so picture this, you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Skyline chili. I Okay. Okay. I feel like my first instinct would be something sweet. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm a big. It depends what time of day. I'm tripping. I know what mine is. I'm a big like. Okay, y'all know like gummy candy, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Do y'all know the gummy blue sharks? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I lock in my answer. That's it. That's oh. what I mean. taste. I get, fucking delicious. Um, mm -hmm. Like the triple shot mocha Starbucks in the can. Ooh. And yeah. like can not bottle and pop tarts and. Wait. Yeah. What do you have against the bottled one? I'm sorry, I'm stuck on that. I love well, the bottled one's great too. I, I don't. Just, I, that's. I don't with the can because of the caffeine. Like oh. I, I think you're going towards probably. <laughs> we're probably driving and we're probably tired. Uh, dude, mm -hmm. the, the bottle will fuck me up enough. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you're supposed to mix that with ice. Really? Interesting. I, I I think I heard that somewhere. It's you're supposed to <laughs> blend it with crushed ice. And no. Nobody has time. Yeah, for that. yeah, no. no. The whole point of those is when you need something, when you need quick coffee. Yeah. Yeah. What is, what is your quick coffee? My snack? What you getting, Stone? I don't know. It, so it totally depends what time of day. Um, Let's say nighttime. Nighttime? Mm hmm. Fuck. You <laughs> 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 Like, Pringles, maybe? Okay. I you like sure? Sometimes. I, I like some Cheez-Its. I really, you know, I can't say, I can't say, because I'm so full right now, because we had amazing tacos. Oh, yeah. Man. Fair enough. It's not on my mind. Oreos, I feel like. Oh, oh yeah. You I don't know what we had on tour with us. Yeah. And, like, when, when you said, like, at a gas station, my mind immediately went to uh, when we got that flat tire in Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, my <laughs> answer take like way longer. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. you guys are great. It's fine. It's fine. Thank you. We're storytellers. You guys are great. Storytellers. Storytellers. Uh, so, on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? Whoa! Really mm -hmm. big. <laughs> Did you say shrimp? Just yeah, straight up shrimp. Just a, shrimp. a shrimp ring. Oh, yeah, okay. Shrimp. Do y'all know what a shrimp ring is? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Shrimp ring? Yeah. Or, wait. <laughs> what was the other option? Wait, 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 wait. It's a shrimp cocktail, right? No, okay. no, no. If but it's you, called like a. If you. A sh okay, do you call. Wait, this is very chaotic. What is happening? <laughs> okay, is it shrimp ring or shrimp platter? Yes. Fucking no. I feel like it depends on the occasion. If it's at like a party and it's out like on a table, it's a shrimp platter. But if you're okay. like carrying one around, it's like a shrimp plate. No, 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 no. We're saying a shrimp ring. 
So oh, like, ring, I mean. Yeah, yeah, the one that's in, like, it's like a plastic, black, yeah, plastic. Oh, you know it. Yep. Yeah, so I know that. The ring, I just, yeah. I, I, in my brain, I just see, like, jewelry. Like a shrimp? <laughs> like a bedazzled shrimp? No, like, I see somebody, yeah, like, no, no, I see somebody getting down on these propose, and they open up a small box, and inside is a small ring of, like, small a tiny <laughs> Are Do we you all have agreeing any... to tacos? What? Yeah, that's yeah, tacos. tacos. Okay, tacos. Do you have any reasoning behind tacos? There's a lot of different things uh, on it. There's yeah. a lot of different things in our music. Yeah, okay. You could do all types of shit. Right? Yeah. And it all comes together to be delicious. And I feel like we eat lots of tacos. So I We do eat like, a lot Like when I of think of what I eat okay. with these fellows, a taco. It's a taco. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, is it? I'm sorry. One more, then you can go, Shane. Okay. Is okay. it like a hard shell taco or a soft shell taco? No, no, no. Not the hard. Not the hard. No, okay, no, no. good. Soft. I was a little worried. Okay. Okay. No, you don't. What? The build your own taco yeah. kit? You get a fucking. No, nah, we don't do that. I got it. Okay. I got it in soft shell because I have braces. Oh. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Wait, so... We don't have time to unpack all that. <laughs> <laughs> okay so for the last couple of questions we're gonna shift completely away from music and go straight to death row if you're on death row what would your last meal be with a drink i feel like this is gonna be chaos okay, <laughs> okay. with a drink all right straight up 20 piece nug because like all right if you wear it right I don't care. You can have five-star dining. I used to be a cook. I know all about that shit. But, like, okay, okay. at the end of the day, all you need is, like, a 10-piece nug. Now, I say 20-piece nug because if I'm full, mm-hmm. it's not going to matter. Yeah. Okay? In terms of a drink, probably a milkshake. Ooh, what Red. type of milkshake, though? Uh, um, What's it called when they do, uh, like, a black and white? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, I think... I would think either steak or salmon, mm-hmm. some form of potato, mashed, smashed, roasted, <laughs> mm-hmm. fries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they all fucking Boiled. they all fucking bang. Um, yeah, yeah. drink, drink either Yahoo, <laughs> milk chocolate. Okay. Is it Yahoo? It's Yahoo. Yahoo. I thought it was Yahoo. <laughs> Okay. Yahoo milk chocolate or Wawa sweet tea. I don't know if y'all know. Ooh. I have no idea where you guys are from. I'm in Jersey. I'm in Virginia. Okay. So what do you get? Oh, yeah. y'all have Wawa? Yeah. Well, Glory, Glory lived yeah. here Wawa's, for a little bit. So she, she when knows. I was like uh, two you know months old. Wawa is Glory. Because you, when you were two months old, you went to the Wawa once. There's a Wawa down the street. Wawa is like in the middle of like a forest. And like it's like an oasis in the middle of a forest when your family is going down the coast for like a beach trip. Mm-hmm. And there's just a Wawa there. There's always a Wawa. Yeah. 
What's what's your last meal? Oh, uh, I would get something where it's like like an endless app, so I can live longer. There you go. <laughs> there you go. As long and as you have you a drink, eat, <laughs> they can't kill me if I keep eating. There you go. <laughs> That's fucking right. Mm-hmm. True. And do you have um, a drink with the endless apps? Endless uh, drink. Well, <laughs> I love the attention to details in this. Oh uh, no! Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I mean, if we're, if we're doing a real answer, I would get like a large, like dish of like a large plate of sushi rolls and probably oh, like water although i really would miss like hmm, like well because nothing else really pairs with sushi well i like like Wait. yes i want a chocolate milkshake but after the sushi oh but, like, yeah that's you know, you know so I mean? gross like, yeah like because then you got you got the allergies of sushi it. like a sprite goes well with sushi yeah i could see that yeah maybe like a lemonade there you go yeah yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sprite does go kind of. Low. Oh, like oh, sushi and like a Negroni. I don't know why I'm on the. I'm on you this. are on the Negroni. I don't know why. What is it? It's, it's, it's a. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's like Campari and gin and something else. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so, if you guys could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Maybe the Willy Wonka factory? Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's why not? That's why not? It's gonna kill you. The Oompa Loopas? Dude, Imagine being an Oompa Loopa. I would I'm be my with that be. No, you'd be Augustus Gloop the fuck up. <laughs> I wouldn't be. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Augustus Gloop. Oh, no. oh my god. <laughs> okay. I don't um, know. Oh. Alright. Either. Avatar The Last Airbender World. Um, I want to be an airbender. Or Marvel Comics Universe. Okay. Era 1980s. Ooh. Right. Specific. Uh, I'm trying to think of a show I like. I feel like you're going to pull something really It's going to be scary. I, I agree. I agree. It's, it's going to be like strange, but I can't think of... Something strange enough? Well, see, because <laughs> I wouldn't be going for... I, I'm trying to... Like, like, what? A, I don't mean to like make this a more difficult question for any. Like, should I go based on like the characters that I'm going to see in this world, or should I go on just the world specifically? So usually people are like, "Oh, I want to go to the MCU so I can hang out with like Spider Man or whatever." But they also because they never want to go to the MCU just to be there and possibly be in danger. So a lot of people usually look at it from the character standpoint rather than kind of like the world itself. Yeah, I would, but it's really I would, up to you. I wouldn't want to be in danger. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like a what place that I want to. What mythical world do I go to? Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> um. Oh. <laughs> uh, um. Uh, I have another non-answer. In the DC universe, you know how there's like Metropolis is like right mm-hmm. across. The, like the river, river from uh, Gotham. Yeah, those cities are supposed to be like Wilmington, Delaware, and somewhere in New Jersey. They're not New York and Chicago. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gag. So just so you know, Superman, no, Batman is protecting Wilmington, Delaware. Oh. Or 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 Superman is, and Batman's protecting like Trenton, New Jersey. Oh. Yeah. Kind of. It's kind of kind of like not not like yeah. Yeah, <laughs> gotta say, it's just oh, like all places to save. Yeah, Trenton. 
Right? Jersey, like because, because like Avengers World is like it's just it's just Jersey. it's just the US as it exists, but the Avengers also exist. Mm-hmm. But see, like I, I have bad luck. Like I would have gotten erased in the snap. Yes, you would have. I would have. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't would want to do um I wouldn't want to do MCU. You would have been a superhero. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What like what superhero would you have been? Yeah, what's your power? We don't have time for all that. You think, <laughs> we don't we have always have time for that. In MCU, you think it would have Captain Marvel and just kind of like fucked off to go somewhere else until like they really needed you? No, I would like to be like a at night operating vigilante. So moon night? Vigilante? Okay. <laughs> Okay, I can't, bro. I can't. I literally can't with you. Vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> a vigilante, dude. <laughs> what do you say for me? Hello, vigilante. Vigilante. Um, my powers are magic based. I have a mm-hmm. sword. Mm-hmm. I have a sword. Okay. You sound like um, what's her name? I can't. Angelina Jolie in the new uh movie with the uh the straight up. Guy. I did not watch. I'm sorry to say. The you didn't. No. Eternals. Thank you. Yeah, because she um, she has like a a magic sword thing that she can kind of like transform into like a yeah. spear or anything. It's kind of cool. Right. But right. yeah. So Lucas, you still haven't given us an answer yet. I know. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going based on characters, mm-hmm. because it's fresh my mind, I would like love to have been in um the uh like um the the house from Silicon Valley. I think that would have just been really funny to just see all those exchanges between the housemates. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're going just like for this for the setting alone, um, yeah. Okay, wait. If I can't be harmed, okay. <laughs> if I can't be harmed, I think it'd be really cool to visit uh, Columbia from the Bioshock franchise. Okay. Back. All right. Okay. That's fair. Locking it in. Uh, so <laughs> I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to has said that it is the most important question. Wait, what? this is the last one? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. We spoke for an <laughs> hour. Yeah, we it's been an hour. Minutes over what <laughs> oh, we told shit. you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank this, you. I'm thank telling you so much. Yeah, this happens. This, yeah. this happens. It's all good. Um, so, what is your favorite color? Um, I. I'm, I'm a big fan of like hunter green. Ooh, taste. Um, and I really also like some blues. Uh, yeah. I, I also uh, like brown. Yeah. Okay. Taste. You have one. <laughs> yeah, you gave us three different colors. I don't have okay. one. Uh, every color is dependent on the other colors it's around. Okay. I don't. Have... Deep answer. Yeah. Alright, well, I had three colors which made up for them. So yeah. I like, exactly. I Thank like, you. I do yeah. like I periwinkle a lot. I think that's a fun that's color. color. Um, I think that, like, heather gray also is a fun color. It's also a very good color. Um, like, like, deep maroons are also nice. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. one. The colors of a record, actually. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Blue grays, yeah, the colors of our records are bomb. Okay. So true. We'll just take we'll take those. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> wow. Is rainbow a color? <laughs> Is glitter a color? That's like <laughs> that's like silver. Yeah. Oh wait, I love gold. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Gold. 
Um, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Um, our friend from... Santo, our friend yeah, Santo. Yeah, yeah, check out Santo Santo Donia. If you look that up, you'll find him. Does a lot of cool work. Does a lot of work with us. Does a lot of work with other bands. Uh, please give him all your support. If you are in a band, uh, definitely consider commissioning him for uh, live anything. music shoots, give music videos. Money. He's a jack of all trades, and his work is impeccable. He's a very big reason why we have gotten as far as we've gotten. Oh. Uh, I just want to kind of give a general shout out to the city of Philadelphia and all of the amazing musicians, artists, friends that we've gotten to meet along the way. Um, I would like to give a shout out to a label X Bodega because they have, you know, you know, really believed in us and encouraged us to, you know, do a lot of really cool things. Shout out to our manager, Ali. Shout out to Facts. 4333 Collective, a, uh, a, booking, a booking agency based out of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, not currently. Oh, yeah, not currently. They're in Philly now. Facts. In Philly. Facts. Wait, wait. That last one was not a fact. <laughs> not <Let me> a fact. <laughs> um, and, and they've, you know, uh, and they have, I think, for, for our generation of, of um, you know, like house show concert goers, I think they have really, you know, shown a lot of people, you know, what is possible in a local music community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess if, if, if there are any parting words that I, I guess we have is, is we're pretty much just like, you know, um, you know, at the end of the day, like there is something <laughs> like, like, I, I, I do believe that um, is the word populism. I, I think the word's populism. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that in AP US history. Uh, basically, just like 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 I know that I feel like in a lot of I feel like in a lot of communities and a lot of spaces, um, like basically this like if enough people are invested in a thing and if enough people believe in something, like you'd be surprised what you can make of it. And mm-hmm. I think that we've been a band that has been really lucky to see how when enough people are invested in not just our band in the community around it we've made some really amazing things happen and i kind of want to i guess encourage anyone who's listening to this like to to you know go out and 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 do the thing you thought about doing for a while like and just mm-hmm. like kind of really you know and show out and show up when you can and if you can because like you'd be surprised what you can accomplish when enough people get together I love those parting words. Facts. All right. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, shout out y'all. Yeah, thanks for having us. Of course. And we love you people. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I know, right? This is awesome. All right. See you next Friday. Hell yeah. All right. See you next Friday. Okay, see you Friday. Well, thank you for sounds. This guy's been Carly Cosgrove, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.